0: Good morning, beautiful people. I'm Jamie Filer personal trainer and self-development coach. Welcome to your Monday morning mindset shift, where I'm going to teach you how to take what you're thinking and make it better. The glass is always half full, my friends. Today's shift is this. Today I'm interviewing, this will be part one of three or four, interviewing Hayden Tricker. Who is an online social media influencer, but also, and perhaps more importantly, a breathwork specialist and Reiki specialist? I love it. Well, first of all, it is really nice to see you again.
1: Mm-hmm. It's been a bit.
0: It has. Uh, tell me what the transition from BC to Ontario is like. How is it different? How is it the same? What are your thoughts?
1: It, it's a lot different. The energy here, like right when we pretty much crossed into Ontario, definitely a lot more dense. Um, we have some things that we haven't really been able to talk about yet, but in a kind of a quick, gist of it, we coming back to Ontario wasn't in our natural path. It wasn't supposed to be a part of our journey, but we were guided here by darker forces, darker entities to be able to manipulate us into dimming our light. And knowing that because Ontario is a denser province and the energy here is lower vibrational it would be able to kind of suck from us more because they knew we wouldn't be operating at our highest frequency as if we were in BC. So we've been doing a lot of like spiritual healing and working with one of our um, our teacher uh, healers in order to put us kind of back on our natural path and help us like protect and shield from these darker forces. And we like finally, like we just went and started to do our sealing work. So. It, that has been like a whole like an Oh my God! Like we felt the difference from a couple months ago until now. Like it started draining like our health, our finances, like our relationship for me and Victoria. Like everything that was important to us um, started to try and suck it. Yeah. So that's been like a lot different from obviously Lake bc the place that we're living at there's not much nature so with the work that we do we need a lot of ground and we need that support around us and we live surrounded by fields so it's just like a different kind of atmosphere kind of around that way yeah inside our home like it's we've helped design it. So like that brings us a lot of comfort and we love being inside, but it's just the outside and definitely being around family is great, but in moderation, like there's times where like creating boundary, I'm sure as you know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So like that's definitely been a huge struggle challenge for us, but something that's made us better for it Um, with what we've been through and like, of co-creating kind of with the darkness to then move into the light has definitely taught us a lot in order to help other people through that but also like it's helped a lot in our businesses to recognize like what is true and what isn't um so we're really like grateful uh, for that and we're excited hopefully after my surgery once i'm healed we'll be moving
0: back but wait but wait till you get to florida in January, uh, I, Hayden. Just this, week,
1: this weekend, like, what's say Tuesday? Like, yeah. Th- four more days.
0: Yeah. Wait till you get to feel what vitamin D in the middle of January yes. really feels like. Yeah.
1: I, I, like, my body is definitely craving that. I'm, like, also excited just for, like, my healing process. Like, I know, one, because I, I love the ocean. It's very, like soothing to me so like just having that there as well with the sun for my all-around like healing up for my health will be really beneficial compared to like being stuck in Ontario or BC like (laughs) being in the cold winter and having surgery
0: right for sure for sure well I'm I mean I'm, I'm obviously it's It was an unfortunate circumstance regarding the dark forces uh, switching provinces, but you guys came out of it with a lot more light than you started. Um, But that kind of is a perfect segue to my first question. And the reason that I wanted to have you on in January while you were in Ontario right after the holidays, I don't know whether you and Victoria kind of kept to yourselves and you cocooned while you healed. But prior to that, did you guys notice a collective shift in the people you work with going into the holiday could you tell that the majority of people were on a downward trajectory um I don't know if I'm necessarily like
1: a downward like kind of within that because of, like working with them like I could a lot of people are overwhelmed during the holidays like but I felt like collectively this Christmas holiday season it was different compared to any other ones. Um, the sense of like giving um, and like buying people gifts just because wasn't like for my family. We didn't really do it because honestly, if you look around, like, what do we really need? Yeah. Anything we we have at the, the like tip of our finger to buy in that second. So the most people don't need anything, and it's more about giving from the heart and like giving. What people actually need. So, whether that is like donating or like not even expecting anything to be received back and just kind of tuning in, like, I feel like the best gift this year was presence. Yeah. Like, that's really the only thing you can't put a monetary thing on is giving your quality time and presence to someone. So, that's what we really focused on with our family is just showing up to be there. Like, we haven't, the past two years we've been in BC, we haven't been in close proximity. So this year, we just really focused on like, how can we bring ourselves and have this presence of quality time, instead of it all about like external gifts and this whole like thing that Christmas is about and stressful and shopping and whatnot. And instead, just focus on the intimate relationships you have and spending that time with family. And this year was a lot different with Victoria's side and even my side. My grandma passed away in October, I think it was. And then Victoria's just passed away, like right after Christmas, like Boxing Day. So it was really about just spending as much time with that family as we could, because it was our intention of coming back to Ontario. And with my clients, I kind of, because everyone in your field is usually a mirror kind of of you and going through similar situations. Um, so I felt like some of my clients were kind of headed down a path, but we were able to like correct them and like through awareness just being aware of that, like what type of triggers are coming up with during the holidays, what type of feelings, what type of sensations, blockages, any of that, like, let's work through it and make sure we're headed in that that right direction.
0: I love that. I love that. But then, so, so it went well, you gave the gift of your presence. You were able to talk some of your clients down from the ledge, showed them what was important this season. You also mentioned setting boundaries with family. So Mm -hmm. what was the process of obviously simultaneously enjoying your family's company and, and up to a point though, like how, how do you set that boundary?
1: It's being really in tune with yourself. So we usually get to a point that like our bodies just say like, no more, whether we get to like, sometimes it can be with drinking, not all of our family members drink, but usually when it comes to a point that like it's past the dinner and people like to drink more or like have that more social time we're like okay ready to go that's yeah. our sign when we can just kind of feel that energy where we're drained and it's been past like that point that whether conversations change or maybe they're asking more of us whatever it is we're just like all right it's time for us to to leave and create that boundary because our energy is more important than not to be siphoned and used in that way
0: yeah and what kind of language do you use with your family because they i mean they don't study the way you and victoria (laughs) study so how do you how do you do it in a kind yet firm way
1: um i'm just trying to think of it like an actual scenario that we um that we've just kind of went through even like with my family with my siblings um we're there and i Victoria had a a work call so for that it was kind of easy to be like we have to be out by like 6pm and no matter can you hear me sorry yeah um yeah so we had like a firm kind of time boundary that we let them know being like hey no matter what we had to eat kind of before them so they weren't ready to eat yet and it was kind of scattered but it was like we have this time that this is our boundary and that we need to leave by so that we can be grounded in, in order to have this um, call. Yeah. Um, a couple other times have been like at Victoria's parents where it just gets to this point where we're just like, they ask us maybe to stay or to go do something else with them. And then we just say like, no, sorry, like, um, we have to go home. Yeah. Like it's just really saying no for whatever they're asking, if it's not in alignment with us and to overstep kind of that boundary in our energy, Mm -hmm. it's just simply saying, No, I don't have the
0: space for it. I love that. And then how do you, how do you, uh, I don't know if heal is the right verb, but how do you get over the feeling of guilt that some people might feel in saying no to a family member, especially if it's one they've let's say, you know, flown across the country for, or the other family member flew across for that. How do you, how do you navigate guilt specifically?
1: Sorry, I'm just gonna. Totally okay. I was just skipping, um, but for the guilt, usually there's always like that root cause. Like, there's always something deeper than just being able to feel like I guess guilty with saying no. So usually, what I do, like, I work through that first. And anyone that had like, if say that's coming up when you set that boundary, just knowing like why you feel that way. When is the first time that you've said that boundary and felt guilty for it? When was that time, like, maybe someone made you feel guilty for doing it? Maybe that was, like, your parents, maybe that's in this situation. They're kind of guilt-tripping in. Well, you haven't been here any other Christmas, so, like, why don't you just stay this one? Yeah. It's really coming down to, like, if my cup isn't full, like, I can't give from that space. So, yes, I've spent the amount of quality time that I possibly can with you, and if that's not enough, then that's your own work to do. And I will go home and I will fill myself backed up and there will be another time that maybe tomorrow I will come over and I will be in a better place to receive you and vice versa. I will be better to give. Um, so I think it's just like tuning into like where that energy is coming from, why you're feeling guilty about it and when you, like you've allowed people in your past to overstep that boundary.
0: The concept in and of itself is so simple. It's awareness. It's awareness plus forgiveness equals boundary. And yet the ability to implement it seems so overwhelming and difficult and comes with a whole host of probably childhood trauma that you're like, you know what? It's just easier for me to suffer through than to try and unpack, right? Or to deal with my mother's wrath,
1: Yeah, and even like Victoria just said, like, most of our family had to be trained to understand what taking space actually means. And it doesn't mean they're less or it means that, like, they, that, sorry, just means we love ourselves enough to fill up. Yep. And, again, like, training kind of your parents and your family, like, the first time is not going to be easy. There's a lot going to come up with that. Yeah. Being able to work through all those emotions and feelings and not allowing it to be suppressed into turning into more trauma and harder like for blocks to then work through the next time
0: yeah yeah
1: and each time it's going to get easier like the first time it's going to be very uncomfortable to say no and maybe you'll say no a couple times and end up leaving like an hour later but then the next time hopefully it's a shorter duration each time, each time so that you can just be like i'm leaving and i'm yeah. leaving right now so see you later and that that space is going to get easier
0: I love that. And I love I love Victoria what she said about training your family. Katie's family knows that if I disappear for 10 to 15 minutes at a time, I've taken my introvert interval. They know it's not them. I need it to recharge. But as soon as my battery is good, I will be ready for them all over again. And they're like, oh, cool. Like it's it's not actually weird when you put it that way. And then they're like, wait, can we do that too? Because Christmas right, in general, Christmas is exhausting. It's just that People like us genuinely, we just step away.
1: Yeah, and it gives them the permission to also like look at themselves and for some things that may be coming up because a lot of the times we numb ourselves to any of those feelings and aren't even aware of our bodies or what our energy what level is or the tension or the pain, like day-to-day type of things, not even with family. Yeah. So when we finally have that like moment of silence or reflection to tune in, to be like, how am I feeling right now? Am I tired? Am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Like what's kind of going on? Let me answer all those questions, recharge, have that space and then go back into whatever you're doing.
0: Oh my God. This is so perfect. Okay. And yet, yet another perfect segue. When you said, you know, people have to be aware of what their bodies are telling them. Am I hungry? Am I thirsty? I run into the problem quite frequently where my clients are overeating to fill a void right? They can't say what they mean. They can't feel what they're feeling when they're with their family. So instead they take food and they get the serotonin or they drink, right? Alcohol allows them to tolerate their families a little bit longer, but obviously creates a bigger void inside at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. Yep. yeah, And a lot of that, again, comes back to whatever uncomfortable feelings are not wanting to feel. So yeah. then they suppress it and now i with food, or alcohol, and whatever else, like, yep. it's something that, yeah, a lot of our family, depending on everyone's, like, past, and even, like, present to the journey that they're on, like, feeling misunderstood, feeling not accepted, feeling maybe not loved enough, maybe feeling some abandonment things, like, everyone usually has kind of these expectations, especially holidays, yeah, to then go to, like, finally be seen, or be heard, or be loved in that sense, so it's, like, of course all these past inner child feelings are going to come up and we're not going to want to sit with them. We're not going to want to work through them. We're not going to want to express them because we don't want our parents to know or to feel weak. Yeah. And that's where these external things, whether it's like TV, like that's why we really focused on that quality time. Like how can we just have that presence and to sit there with not having to have something on TV or not have to be playing a game or having to do all these other things to distract us to actually like having a conversation. Like when I ask you, like, how are you genuinely doing? You don't just answer like, good. And you, yeah. Yeah. Like, let's go into this. Like how let's unpack some of it.
0: Yeah. And that definitely speaks to like in general, not just around the holidays, but that could be a whole other conversation, right? Mm -hmm. The use of screens to, to the use of screens, to mute what's happening in real life. Right?
1: Yeah for sure.
0: Um, Uh, Oh, someone asked a great question guys. Absolutely. I'm getting to what Hayden does for a living because it is we, okay. So I don't want to say we, I don't even know whether it'd be offensive or not. We do something very similar or rather our missions are very similar. We want to heal. Right. But I go about it the way I was trained in university. Mm -hmm. And then you go about it the way you were trained. So what got you specifically into healing through breath work?
1: it's a kind of complex question um but (laughs) through i guess the past i would even maybe say five years of my life um a lot has happened one physically with my transition in the past two years but prior to that if i go back probably that five years ago a lot with my concussions and that's where a lot of my mental health stuff comes into play um I dealt with a lot because of my concussions and through sports and being secluded and having a lot of the post, um, like brain injury symptoms and concussion symptoms that still impacted me on a day to day. And I won't go into too much of that right now. Cause I'm talking about the breath. but, um, when I moved out to BC and I found Victoria and we lived there, I was, She was awakened first in her spiritual awakening, which made me start to meditate, connect with myself more, begin on this, like, inner journey, and breath kind of found me, one of my first um, mentors, teachers, he was the one that started putting me through, like, some breathwork sessions, and I found it in the beginning a lot easier than meditation because like most people we have a misconception of what meditation is saying i can't sit still i can't stop my thoughts xyz whatever i just can't meditate and that that was me in the beginning like i was like i can't do this but victoria made it like a non-negotiable saying if you're gonna date me you need to start to figure out something to like meditate yeah and through that process i started being able to unpack a lot through breath work and in one session it made me feel more alive than i've really ever felt and using breath in meditation is also a powerful tool with intention to be able to access deeper levels of yourself and through the science of it you're changing your brain waves to access altered states that really only psychedelics can do Yeah. So it's a really kind of profound thing that you have the ability to access that within yourself without anything external.
0: And that's your Monday morning mindset shift. I appreciate you listening. If you loved what you heard, subscribe, like, share, and tag me in stories about this podcast. I'll share back. Until next time, the glass is always half full, my friends.